Um, today, there's a couple of things that we'll be talking about. The first is this. I just want to lead us in prayer for a moment because Dre has had a really bad night sick. Otherwise, he'd be up here preaching. So let's just bow our heads and pray God's healing and strength for him. Father God, we thank you for Dre. We thank you that he is, is truly anointed as a leader. And, and Father, we pray now that you're going to really bless him and heal him. In the name of Jesus, amen. And uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is I want to tell you a story. Uh, last week, I heard that Bill Gort was failing. Now, Bill's been a member of our Connect group, and he's been absolutely fabulous. He loves to tell stories about how God has done wonderful things in his life. How God has blessed him and God has taken him and he doesn't deserve it, but God is so good to him. And, and a, a while ago he came and he said to us, uh, I've got cancer and I'm dying. Actually, he didn't say that at all. He said, I've got cancer and I'm going home. <laughs> because he saw in excitement the promises of God that say, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not, and I'm going there to prepare a place for you so that where I am, there you may be also. And Bill believed that 100%. Now, Bill's memorial service is Monday the 13th at 1 p.m. At Activate. If I'd known he was going to do that, I'd have told him he was interfering with my tramping. <laughs> and he'd have laughed <laughs> because he's that kind of man, full of God. So why did I bring up Bill? Well, I brought up Bill because he's a friend. And uh, I couldn't not bring him up, could I? So there you are. Thank you, Lord, for Bill. I knew that the family were being called this time last week. And who was going to preach but Bill's granddaughter, Jordan. So during the worship, I said, Lord, if she gets called away, what are we going to do? And, and I started to pray, and I said, Lord... Give me a sermon if, if I need it, right? Give me a sermon if I need it. Because no one could blame Jordan for going. But that didn't happen. And Jordan preached so absolutely brilliantly. She was magnificent. She really was. And I thought to myself, thank you, Lord. Thank you that, that Bill... He knew he could wait another hour before he died <laughs> because he's in God's hands and Jordan's in God's hands and we were blessed. People, I want you to know that God's got us in the hollow of his hand. And in that time, 
God gave me a text. And the text was Matthew 18, verses 1 and 2. And I've got to put my glasses on in order to read it, because I'm old. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus took a little child and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And I thought, yes, and and I began to form a sermon in my mind, and I thought, praise the Lord, I'm, I'm ready if I'm needed. And lo and behold, who should get up but Donnie with that same text? Now, when God is telling two people at the same time one text from the Bible, it's not just one person's idea. It actually has got a very good chance that the Holy Spirit is trying to say something to us. And that's the reason why today... When, it was at six in the morning, was it, Hannah? About six in the morning. Liz said to me, she said, your phone's just pinged. It could be Andre wanting you to preach because he's sick. And I said, nah, nah. It'll be that lady up in Nelson who's, who's dying that I've got to go up and take a funeral. It'll be that family. So at seven in the morning, it pinged again. And I got up and it was Dre. Liz was right, I was wrong. (laughs) Why do I tell you this? I tell you this because God has us as a team. And God uses us all. And I want to say something first of all now about our eldership. Our eldership. Everyone has each other's back. Seven o'clock in the morning, the phone was going ping, 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 ping. Why was it going ping? Because everybody in the eldership, the, the elders, were there. And I want to tell you something. Rob, who took communion, he just stepped up. Rob, who does all those detailed things and gets all the finances right, that would do my head in. (laughs) I'm just so grateful. Lyndon, who's got this wonderful, boundless energy, and people, he is just so good at people. Hannah, who's actually good at everything. Bless you, brother. (laughs) Thank you for your humility. (laughs) And then we've got our our apprentice elder, that's Donnie. Donnie who listened to the Holy Spirit and got the same thing that I got. Donnie who's got leadership all over his life. And then we've got Willie who's, and Willie's been marvelous as as an elder observer because we've got elder observers and And then we've got Stefan, Stefan who knows everybody and has got this wonderful, he he knows people. 
And he's on board with people. And I think to myself, what a team. What a team we've got. God, you've done something special with our church. Why do I tell you this story? I tell you this story because God is doing something new. Something very new. Don't think that COVID was something that God said, oh, drat. God was saying, COVID, how can I teach my people to love me and trust me more? And we got some curly things to do and we had to make some decisions that were really hard to make. But God is doing a new thing. Because God shakes us up when he wants to do new things. And unless you and I have the courage, and I mean the courage, to be like little children and listen to the Holy Spirit, we won't hear. We won't hear what God is saying. So for me, I've got a challenge for you. And my challenge goes like this. We've got a different social structure coming in our country that we don't particularly like. All right? Is that fair comment? And we can either say, stamp my little foot and get angry about the stuff which is going on that we don't approve of, or we can say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Holy Spirit, show me. Show me what you want to do. Show me what you want to do with our church. Show me what you want us to do with the building that we've got to build. Show us what you want us to do with the organizations that we need to make in order to minister to our town. Because God is wanting to do something new and he's wanting to do it through you and me. And his presence is the very thing that's going to enable you to be part of it. Now, as you can see, I'm preaching without notes. And actually, the Lord told me that I, didn't, I wasn't to prepare a structure for this. So I'm just going freehand as, as, as God speaks to me. That's risky business, I promise you. <laughs> Asking me to speak without an agenda. But I believe that God wants us to do something in this community that is new and different from a lot of Pentecostal churches. I'm not saying that we should stop speaking in tongues. I love speaking in tongues, right? I find it the best way to pray. Do you know why I find it the best way to pray? Because sometimes when I'm praying about something that's really difficult to understand, I haven't got the words. 
So I start to pray in tongues and I know that God is actually answering a prayer that I don't understand. Jesus put the little child among them. That word in the Greek is the technon. means a toddler. I want to tell you something. The first thousand days of a child's life are the most important in establishing how that child will turn out. We had two new infant teachers at a school in Motueka, and they said, we can tell which children are going to go well and which children are going to be criminals. And I was there for 16 years and I saw their prophecies come true. Your parenting is absolutely essential. So when Jesus says, you have got to become like a little child in order to enter God's kingdom, to have God rule your life, he means this. He means when the Holy Spirit speaks, you jump. You don't ask if, when you say how high. Because God is God. And we are still children, infants, in the spiritual world. I've been a Christian 60-something years I remember the day I gave my life to Christ. And I have been learning ever since, and I think I'm a very slow learner. But I know this. If I try and reason God out of what he says, I never do anything. But if I hear the Holy Spirit speak, just like Donnie heard the Holy Spirit speak, And I heard the Holy Spirit speak at the same time last week. In that very same way, when I hear the Holy Spirit, I say, yes, Lord, I'll step up to the plate. I will move out of my comfort zone. I will move out of the place that is easy for me. Because I trust you know it all. And I don't. Now, that can be scary. Most of us use our brains in order to earn a living. Most of us think our way through things and form opinions that are strong. How many of us allow those things to change the way we think so that we find there's a barrier to the Holy Spirit because we're thinking our own thoughts all the time. How do I know about it? Because I do it. Don't have to think that you do it. I know it, I do it, and I'm not that much different from other people. So the, the, the thing that I'm saying to you is this. and It's my other text that the Lord gave me this morning. When I said, Lord, Lord, what am I, what do I have to preach about? Because I'd forgotten totally about this, this verse that, that Donnie had and that I had. And I said, Lord, 
Gray's sick, what do you want me to say? And my mind was blank. You know, that, that sort of dreadful blank, I've got nothing to say. And then the Holy Spirit reminded me of what happened last week. That he was actually preparing, even then, for what he's doing now. And so this is the verse that I want us to remember. From now on, we can regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, you'll know this verse, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave himself for us. My challenge today is this. Are you prepared to have the courage to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you and then to do what he says?